Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100%, fuck yeah! Join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going, and at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. So it's been a few weeks, and there's been a lot of life that's been lived. And uh, I would love to uh, to hear where everybody's at. Like, how's their week been? Anything? What's showing up? <laughs> so, so what's there for me is like that. Um, I'm always the first to talk. Whether yeah, that's yeah. true or not okay, true. So, like the story Vern can't talk first. Here we go. My name is Wakefield Brewster, and let me tell you a little bit about life showing up for me. So, in the time that we've been away. I have made a few accomplishments, done a few things, and I'm really, really, really happy about them. Uh, the greatest thing that I've done really is this blending of poetry and live music, impromptu, improvisational style, collaborative um, with the IndieYYC. Finally, there's this thing happening that's sort of semi-regular. We have six shows put together. I have finally put my jazz scat out there. I haven't ever done that before. I'm a vocalist, not just a poet. It was great to unleash that. It was a snowstorm. It was a freak squall that night. And we still had a good number of people come in to, you know, check out this inaugural blending of poetry and music inspired by the B Generation. That's a really cool thing. Mm. Um, we have another one, March 20th. So it's going to feature... Um, What's his name? He, he does it backwards, right? His name is Scam Iritzik. His name is spelled backwards. That's the way you pronounce his first name, X-A-M, Scam. So he will be um, our feature performer. He's going to be uh, a guy who's uh, polar opposite of anything that you see that I do, which is what we're looking for. We're having very diverse poets get up there. And uh, we're hoping that anyone who might be spoken word artists or vocalists or whatnot, if they show up, we encourage you to come up on the mic and try the same thing with these with these uh, mm. with these um, musicians who are up there, whoever they may be. Could be a jazz combo like we had uh, Robin Harris and Stefano Valdo. Oh, cool as fuck. Cool. And these cats, you just basically go up there and translate the feeling of your poem and they hear you they you start and, and they there's just, a groove that gets they just try and get in there with you yeah so again it's it's inspired by the beat generation it's in, it's inspired by it but we're not sticking to it we're not du- duplicating it replicating it we're not trying to dismantle it we're inspired by it but we want it to have just this, happens. yeah we want to have this more interactive thing mm-hmm. especially with the people who come a lot of them are poets a lot of them are vocalists a lot of them are people who kind of feel like would i do this Here's an opportunity to do it. And that was March 24th? March 20th. Wednesday, 20th. March 20th at Lolita's Lounge, the IndieYYC.com. Oh, what time is that? Seven, ooh, is it seven or eight? I don't know. Stay tuned for it. But it is seven or eight. And that's the Lolita's in Inglewood, yeah? In Inglewood. I believe it is 7 p.m. to 10. 7 to 10 in Lolita's in Inglewood. And uh, yeah, the IndieYYC.com. And you are a resident poet somewhere, I hear. Yeah, <laughs> one of the craziest things ever. This is, uh, I've been in a lot of places. I've had small tenureships in places, you know, I'm around for a while in schools or colleges or whatever, but uh, I have landed my first real, real residency. And I am the new poet and spoken word artist, the new resident poet, poet and spoken word artist for the Junction Grand Theater. Yep. I, I don't That's know. That's awesome. Congratulations. I don't even know. Like, guys, how it happens is just, well, you don't it's, know. it's inside of uh, then, the people you meet and the relationships you create. Yeah, but really, you don't walk in with any of no. this, you know, in front of you seeing something happen, things happen around. Whoa. It, this is an awesome 
this is an awesome beginning of 2019 to be perfectly honest this is this is really great well, we expect nothing different I, I put out there the three new homes i feel myself at the gist life the indie by by c and the junction grand I, I feel i've got a great trifecta where i can really do good in similar and very different ways so i'm feeling really optimistic about 2019 is is how i'm feeling right now and it's really due to these last two months a few things in the, in the end of 2018 but these last two months have been phenomenal and um i'm 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 rearing to give i'm rearing to share some stuff man that's well, so great first of all <clears throat> i got a lot of people awesome. to thank can't do that this second, but I got a lot of motherfuckers out there to thank. We'll, we'll put the uh, the credits at the end of the podcast. <laughs> you can just go. You can room. just go ramble on for like however long it takes. Exactly. You can All do right. your Oscar speech at the end. As of As long as you know, I got peeps to thank here. Got a lot of love to give. I don't know where this guy's going. Just like just up and leave the room. I'm just gonna exit. That's all good, man. That's all good. Okay, listen, for the, back listen for the slam. Ha! He means it. He means business. Oh, come on, dude. It would have been like, gagoosh. I just. <laughs> First of all, Wake, I, I, wanna, I want to uh, I wanna acknowledge you, man. Because what's really interesting is you put something on the table that we talked about yesterday, David, myself, and Heather, on our call, which was knowing. So I'm just going to put a pin in that for one second. Okay. The danger in knowing or needing to know. But what's actually occurring here, man, is cl clearly we're you, yourself, and I say we, right? We're creating community. That's actually what we're up to. You're, you're a community person by nature. You've been in community for a long time with your arts and all that, that sort of thing. And what, what I'm clear about is that human beings in general, we don't, in today's world, we don't really get the context for what community actually is and what that means, right? It's, it's, it's a group of people, in my mind, it's a group of people who are intimately connected, who have uh, an understanding of one another and an understanding of what is going on in those people's lives and what matters to them, and you're willing to support them. So what, what I'd really like to put on the table is that we continue to, to develop that and leverage it even further, for one. But for two, what's actually been going on, Wake, is that you are in action in your life. You're taking things on. You're you're showing up when you're called on. You're putting yourself out there. You're reaching out. You're you're actually in action. And I know that there's also some of your own growth and development that's occurring here inside of different accountability structures, different ways of communication, right? I know that that stuff's been happening back and forth between you and David. And just, I think by virtue of being in the environment, we're actually getting things from you and you're getting things from us. And that's just creating absolutely I more that, of man. all of that, man. So I'm just really yeah, uh, absolutely uh, excited for you and, and uh, yeah, inspired well, the first by of that trifecta was here at the Just Life. This, this was the first of the three great things getting back on a mic <laughs> something that got ignited. was just enough like honestly th there's a part of me that's like i don't care what the fuck happens in there it's on the mic and it's in this environment yeah. so just that feeling that you can get with that you can't get anywhere else well how else can't you carry that along right. and that is why the show must go on the show must <laughs> go on <laughs> why we're here on a saturday and i'm not saying Fuck it next week because the show must go on. That's like a workout. You get pissed off at yourself. End of the day, you don't do that workout. You're like, I could have done that fucking workout. I could have fucking just done that. Right? Yeah, and it was I actually simple. Just, yeah. But we made it really complicated. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I wanna do, I'll do a check-in and I want to hear from your check-in as well. But I just want to put this on the table because I wrote it down. But what do you remember from... In your words, what Heather talked about yesterday in terms of like knowing or needing to know. Remember that conversation? Mm. So remind me. So she was remember she was talking about uh, Jim BF, her Jim BF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I don't know if she's going to be cool with me putting this out there, but <laughs> we'll, we'll check in with her. But our friend, you know, was smitten by this character. Right. And what's interesting about it is that she created this person as something like okay there's that guy the ideal 100 percent. that is like this guy this is how he is this is what he's up to this is probably what he does at home this is what he does at home this is what it'd be like if we were together all that like she's got it all sorted out and now it's like building up the courage to go out, go over and be like hi i'm so and so nice to meet you right? for a few years now no a while a while <laughs> but it's just that what's really there though is actually being paralyzed by the uncomfortable action to create 
whatever it creates. I don't know actually what it's going to create, but in her mind, she already knew how it was going to go. She built it up and, oh, if I could only have the courage to like turn that key, this is how it's going to go. And then, you know, you go over there and it doesn't matter actually what happens, but she realized that, oh yeah, it didn't go anywhere near what I thought it would go. And he wasn't actually who I created him as. But she was without question in her mind, the, the degree of certainty that she had about that is going to go that way. Yeah. And it, it just wasn't the case. It wasn't the case. And then there was, uh, there was, uh, there was that, there was that discovery. And then there was the discovery of like, Oh, when I actually take the action and I'm not concerned about knowing or how it's going to go, I actually just have an intention. I take actions and then results get produced, right? First being stuck inside of unexpected results, unexpected results. Yeah. Expanded and unexpected results. Right. Well, you know, that whole area of limbo that I think I'm hearing where people are feeling stuck. Listen, no matter what happens, it's probably temporary anyway. The uncomfortable moment that may occur before and after this stuck moment is probably going to be temporary anyway. Mm-hmm. So why try to just, I'm not going to throw a bunch of buzzwords and catchphrases out, but honestly, things are temporary. Sometimes the worst things are temporary, but you don't know. They sit in front of you. They get bigger in your head. You just got to move through things a little more, a little quicker, man. Like, honestly, not everyone can just jump and everything, but really this thing before and after being stuck that you believe is going to be an uncomfortable thing. It's going to be temporary. Mm -hmm. There's a book that I'm reading right now called Eyes Wide Open. Uh, The gentleman's name is Isaac. Linsky or Lidsky, uh, and I'll double check that. Have you guys ever watched Saved by the Bell? A long time ago. In my life. Aaron's shaking his head. Dude, I grew up on that shit. <laughs> How old are you again, Aaron? 34. 34. How old are you? 34. Okay. 35 this year. So there's no excuses, Aaron. Sorry. Uh, I think the excuse is the show just never really captured my imagination. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'm totally bugging you. Well, anyways, not just to not to get uh, down too much of a tangent, which we've been told we do here on the Just Life. Um, He was a cast on the next cycle of Saved by the Bell. He was the replace. He was going to be the new Screech. Oh, wow. okay. Okay. And he ended up going through a, a, a significant life change in uh, in his world in that he was going blind. And uh, his book talks about that whole journey. It is a remarkably inspiring and relatable book. Mm. One of the things that was that just came out for me is this context that was created between the critic and the strong man. Have you guys heard of anything in that vein at all? So we've got two personalities. We have our critic. And that person is going to uh, give us the most compelling reasons as to why the idea or the notion that you are running will just not work. And then you have the strong man. And he's the guy or, or, or the girl who will continue to power through and is determined because of what's possible. And, and just inside of uh, his journey and, and going through his blindness and, and starting to redefine what, what life was for him, uh, there's this constant grapple between the critic and the strong man. Now, the reason why I bring this up, uh, in the knowing conversation, we have it that it's going to go a certain way. The critic actually says it's going to go a certain way and uh for for good or or for bad but at the end of the day it is who we spend the most of our time with who's gonna have the uh that was super distracting for I me know. for some reason. It's all good, though. I can totally it's, tell. As I was looking at you, I'm like, I'm just going to keep this here. Because oh I can totally God, tell was, he's right in his fucking head right now. <laughs> so just so everyone knows, I just like, he, I, I was it's, actually. It's awesome. Yes. I, part of my job, I was asked to take more photos. And I'm like, shitty at it. So I just decided, oh, I'll just pull out some photos. David's like in the middle of like this deep, compelling conversation, which we'll recreate. And then all of a sudden, I pull out the camera and I could just see like his face like changed. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was. 
it, yeah, it's so man. Cameras are fascinating, aren't there's they? Pe- because there's people behind here. There's people behind this camera looking at us. Oh God. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. So actually, let's just get regrounded in that. I actually have heard a bit about this, but I'm really not present to the I'm conversation. I'm only just starting to uh, right. to get reprint because I heard of a, about it before. So I got the critic, and then it's a strong man. And it's a strong man. Yeah. What got created yesterday with the call with Heather and, and you and, and I was this dichotomy between the two of them, the critic, the resigned and cynical, um, un, unwilling to see what is available, what, what we can do, uh, and, and just doubtful of the process. And then the other person who is pulling all of it up the hill and saying just two feet more and does just anyone, two more feet does anyone not agree that that is absolutely the dichotomy that every day you must have it's a balance like it really is it's nothing you, that you, i could you know find that's interesting in. no yeah for sure so so okay that's cool tell me a little bit more about it just feels that way. Simple. Simple as that. It's that that's like, just if that. I don't have myself being my own worst enemy, being my critic, I'm going to blow some gas up my ass. I might all of a sudden start floating away with a balloon mind state, get an ego and fuck up. That If you, if you are a, a person, I'm going to say an artist, I got to leave it in the arts. If you're looking to create something, kick ass, whatever, if you're looking, whatever it is you're looking to create, if you don't within you have that somewhere that line where you really do walk one foot on one side one on the other and that's the critic and the strong man because there must be balance left and right through this whole thing you're gonna fall off on one of those sides and shit will go wrong like that critic and strong man must be there it, it has to be there it's the light versus dark the good versus evil it's the, the most- I can't find fault in being my own worst critic most of the time it's really at this age, at this stage of the game, if I'm still being my own worst critic, you know, hard, I think I've been in the game long enough to know, yeah, I should be this hard about this or whatever. You know, I think I've, I've learned to temper that critic. Mm. I've learned to corral the criticism a little bit. You That's know what I'm the saying? thing right there, though. That's what I wanted to point to is there is there is an awareness of that balance and that dichotomy that the, the what's real and what's not real it's not and just one hundred percent there's a balance between because if you fall too far like you said if you fall too far on the critic side really all you're doing is self-deprecating all the yeah. time and bringing yourself well, down but it's yourself. like oh wait a second no yeah there's some truth in my criticism you lazy you're you lazy fuck hard. you're just looking hard there's some truth in the criticism right it's like oh get out of bed get to the gym do your thing don't don't live into and be the lazy fuck just acknowledge the lazy fuck and move on. Get to the gym, hit the bag, that's it. Simple as that. I mean, when you use that analogy of fitness, it's like I keep saying it, and I've said it, and I find I keep saying it because people keep asking. I say, you don't fit in fitness. That's you how don't you fit get it success- in. That's how you get successful with it. You dedicate the time and you stay motivated. Well, you I might know. not be motivated. Just go. Just, you know, <laughs> well, and actually motivation comes out of it. That's right. It, it is inherently like the the output of going and moving your body is you, you actually create motivation. That's so funny because people go, oh, man, you know, I'd love to go to the gym, but I'm just not motivated. Yeah, yeah. It's actually the other way around. I got to go right. to the gym to get motivated. Me. Well said, my friend. Well said. It's There's a list that I've created. I, I tend to do this. Do you make lists? I make lists, all sorts of lists. There's a list of things that make me feel good. Right. The list of things that when I'm not feeling good, when my inner critic is kind of taken over and t- hogtied me in the corner, mm-hmm. that there are things that I can do to begin the process of getting myself back into a balanced state of mind between critic and strongman. One of those things is kissing my wife. And kissing then the, your wife? Yes. That doesn't really do it for me. No, eh? Well, yeah, I, I would hope not with my wife. That's a whole other conversation. No, and then, and one of the other things is is moving my body. Yeah. And uh, when when I see the opportunity that if I were to like move my body, 
there's something going on in your head there right now. Well, I was going to say, joking aside, one of my favorite things is also to kiss my wife, and especially when kissing my wife leads to moving your body. body. Yeah, I knew you were going to go there. It was just, it was just, I, yeah. Moving I wanted body, to give I'm you like, the space to do that. Like, yeah, yeah, man, totally. You're like <laughs> bursting at the seams there. <laughs> so, oh my god! Not to get on a tangent about moving the body. Yeah, so move exercise, right? It, you know, 20, 30, 40 push-ups, whatever it is that I, I feel like I can muster in, in the moment. And uh, it is amazing what happens instantly. I, I'm just in a positive 100% state of mind. It, it is, I, I don't know what it is about it. Uh, it, it it's be, because that's what you're supposed to do, right? Wake and I were talking about this, like in the reality of it is, man, we just so forget all the time that we are fucking animals. You know what I mean? We think because we've got this skin and we've got like less fur and like we can speak and think and we think we got it all fucking figured Wear shoes. out. Wear shoes. We got cash. We think we forget that we're fucking animals at the end of the day. You back someone against the wall, you'll find out pretty goddamn quick that motherfucker's an animal. Period. Right? And you're supposed to, as an animal, you're supposed to be animals are fit, right? They move their body. They, and there's a well, way we have that, the perfect machine for that. hundred percent. There's a way that your body functions and moves and it feels actually good to do it. Do you know what I mean? That's the whole thing about motivation. You ever see that? You're like, oh, like the posture or whatever. And it's like, when you literally just change your physiology, it changes your entire world right in that moment. It's like, Oh, I see. Like everything just now flows better. It's in more better alignment, mm-hmm. right? You do a couple squats, you do a couple pushups and you're like, Oh, and your body's flowing. Things are happening, right? Are we on a tangent, Aaron? I don't think so. I okay, just think cool. that the conversation is taking a natural progression. Awesome. Thank <laughs> you. I, I'm going to check in because I, you have a listening of the conversation that uh, we don't. We're just gabbing here. And yeah, we're working on that flashing red light, totally. the tangent light. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to bring right back full circle, then there were some conversations that we had um, at the end of the uh, this week on Friday. Um, there has been a, uh, a journey this week for myself that has been a true grappling with my critic. My strongman and my critic have been at blows with one another to vie for a seat at the table, like the seat that need, that now choices and decisions get made from. Mm. And uh, man, it, it was interesting. It was unpleasant, super unpleasant on some days, hence, writing the lists. I was doing a lot of writing this week to to just get myself re, rebalanced between the two worlds because at the end of the day, my critic is too soft and too unwilling to take the calculated risks that are necessary for myself to actually live uh, a deep, meaningful, purposeful life and not just be safe. And this is the thing that, um, that I, that I'm grappling with, right? Like there is a, uh, an amount of time that I've been in this game for. And, uh, it would seem like the, the critic has had more airtime than strongman because the strongman would have taken actions that uh, that I haven't done yet. And this was part in, uh, so I had a, I facilitated a conversation on Wednesday. We call it a catalyst session. It is a, it is intentional. We brought a group of people together. I brought a group of people together to uh, put a problem in front of them and then help them. Well, everybody now uh, contributes to what comes out of this conversation, very short amount of time to, to, have a solution come out of it if any but at the very least everybody's got it on their minds and they're thinking about it and we've created an environment that that we allow that type of thing to happen and it was magical so 15 people all walks of life uh, and and the uh, the conversation was how do you look for unicorns so we're all in the creative business we're we're all looking to work with those those types of clients that just have us so excited about waking up the next day so involved and 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 committed to what they're up to and in the service of and uh 
and do less of the shit that we get bogged down by uh, that that occurs as as dead weight, but is, quote unquote, necessary for survival, Mm -hmm. which is another bullshit thing that the critic says, like, listen, man, you just got to take that job because you got to put food on the table. Yeah. But do I? Do I actually? Or do I just need to pull this bag that I'm carrying around another three, four feet because there's something over there that I haven't mm. yet. I don't even know what it is yet. You don't know what it is. Three feet, three feet from gold. Totally. Great book, by the way. Uh, now, what came out of this was, uh, was pure magic. People got connected to something bigger than themselves. There was no answers and, uh, and there was clarity. There was no strategy and there was certainty. There was something that came out of it where everybody left going, yeah, I I know what it is that I need to do or not do. And I also know that I should stop trying to figure it out on my own because I now see what's possible when I get a group of people together to co-create something. Hence baseboards. Hence the baseboards. Nobody knows what that is. We're not going to go on that tangent, but... Little, 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 just life inside. One, one of the things I'm going to leave uh, with people is this, this, this thing that we distinguished, and that is seeking versus looking for something. When we are looking for something, it is overly defined. I need, uh, I, I don't even a know. I, yes, yes. I was trying, I was actually going to look for a different one, but Fair it's enough. a simple one. It's, it's easy. I'm looking for a cave. There's no caves here versus seeking shelter. And now you're, uh, what you are looking as, uh, as a viable fit for that is, uh, it's, it's just expanded. Uh, and you are not attached to it going just one certain way. And I think that was one of the biggest things that I got is that, um, not only in, in my being and how I'm showing up and, and again, critic playing small, keep it safe. Don't do that because you don't know uh, versus a strong man. Listen, man, scream from the from the hilltops because why not? Because you're telling everybody else you should do that. This is so great, man. There's some shit emerging for me right now. It's unbelievable. <clears throat> it was uh, definitely uh, an, an empowering and enlightening experience. Um, I am back in balance with my critic and my strong man. In fact, my strong man's taking the lead for a little while because critics a bit exhausted (laughs) and uh and is lacking any sort of momentum motivation whatever you want to call it to really be um of service to me and to your point i I totally get when when the critic can be of service um yeah (laughs) just stretching there yeah yeah i thought you were like hey give me the mic that was uh That was a pretty, that was a pretty, uh, intense. It was a super intense week for me. Uh, self-worth was questioned regularly and, and it was, it was hard. Now the, the conversation that we had on the phone yesterday, there was something that, uh, just crystallized so clearly. And there was a gentleman that I, Jason from Imer, uh, UI user experience, um, tech development company at Edmonton, super successful guy. I just had, you know, mouth, well, mouth drop type reality. When he said, there's a couple things that if I can, yep. there's a couple things in the way that, uh, not just him in particular, but there's, there's something about the way that people are actually up to stuff. There's something How about they show the up. way they show up and he is not arrogant not he is clear and focused there's two things that stood out to me that he said one thing was oh yeah i don't know exactly what the context was oh yeah i would take on that job i would work with those people and i've been doing this a long time and they got to be ready to pay me totally like they got to be prepared to pay for it that was one thing that he said that i was like yeah damn straight right that took me five minutes but it took me 30 years of work to figure out how to do that or no remember you heard that about that the hammer right I'll, I'll tell that story about the boiler. The oh, boiler, yeah, yeah, yeah. The boiler yeah. service job. Anyway, I'll come back to that. Maybe. Um, 
So he said that they better be they better be able to pay me, right? Otherwise, it's just not going to work. I can't remember what the context of it was about. And then the other thing that he said was, in terms of what he, the types of jobs he's interested in pursuing, the ones that are like challenging and exciting and like that's worth what I your want, time, worth my time, like you know something that'll actually there's something to create, you know. What was super fascinating about, uh, I, I ended up having a, a beer with him yesterday, an hour conversation went two hours, dripping into three hours, and I had to jet, but then Nicholas and and uh, another guy that we know from Kingston uh, was there, uh, and no doubt that conversation probably went another hour, maybe more. Those types of conversations are priceless because something gets created uh, and and there's a there's such a deep connection and relatedness, and it only came out of because of of what was done for that catalyst session, getting people together. He ended up speaking to everybody, almost everybody that that came. He drove from Edmonton just to be for the catalyst session. I don't know the guy, but there's a conversation that was had where he's like, "Yes, I need to, I want to be a part of this." And then he did what just felt natural to him. And and that is like, okay, so all of you, I'm here until Sunday, let's make something work. And, and those that, that did, that could did, or that were willing did. And, but that, that's my, not my point. My point is how he talked about things and, and what he, uh, what he's interested in and what he's not interested in was so clear. It's like, I'm not, and this might, this might ring true a little bit. I'm not interested in, in the minutia detail of how it works or what needs to be done in order to make it work. I'm not attached to or invested in the creative process to have it happen. I love the idea. I have a team that creates that and makes that magic for me. And then I go on and, and I look for the next really cool idea. I'm not interested in the minutiae details of it. And that is what I've been grappling. My critic and my um, strong man has been grappling with. You need to be in the details because right now that's what's paying you. But I don't want to be in the details because that's not where I want to play. Yes, but you need to be in the details because that's what's going to pay you. And that's been the, the, the ongoing um, battle between the two. And, and lacking power, period, as a result of it, because the, the certainty just wasn't there for me. It's like, yeah, but you're fucking up, man. You're not doing uh, anybody any, any favors here. Your family is, uh, is being compromised. You're, you're, their well-being is at stake here. You are fucking up. This is, the, this is the literal dialogue over the last month. And then I talked to Jason. Now he's been in business for 20 years. You know, I'm not I'm not fooling myself here and, and thinking that this is going to just going to light up. And I'm clear I was the catalyst for for bringing these people together. And now a relationship is born where are new opportunities that I don't even know what they look like or present. Period. And he's like a mirror of me for the future. I see that it's clear for me. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a sign. And I just so happened to be paying attention to the signs, finally, to some of the signs that are saying, here, this is what's possible. You're asking what's possible. Here's what's possible. Are you paying attention yet? Or are you still looking for something else, looking for another sign? Like that, that got super clear for me yesterday. And that was all inside of looking versus seeking. Mm-hmm. I am seeking clarity and understanding of purpose for myself. I am, I am not looking for the next gig. Mm-hmm. That's well said because it's everything exists in language. We, I mean, clearly we talk about this here and it's like, yeah, what are you actually, what are you creating with your language? Because you're really, when you speak, all you're doing is spitting out programs, right? Yeah, and I gotta look for an opportunity. I got to look for the next deal. Yes. So now, bam. You just put that scarcity program right well, in Well, now the brain. blinders are there. Yeah, 100%. It's like, you're looking. I don't want to talk to this guy because he's not a deal. There's That's not right. a deal over here. I got to go over there. Right. Versus seeking opportunity, seeking connection, seeking collaboration. Seeking clarity. It's like, if that is what you are clear about, 
Yeah, it's in our it, language. It's going to show up in your conversation with the person. It, what are you it, up to? It absolutely will. What are you looking for? Well, actually, I'm seeking for collaboration. I don't know what that looks like. What do you hear? Well, and the funny thing is 15 people, and there were supposed to be uh, um, a, a bunch more that couldn't make it. Uh, they were all seeking the same thing. That's why they all showed up, why they were willing to make an unreasonable commitment to something that they have no understanding of. But, and this got validated multiple times. He's like, yeah, you know, it's just how you show up, man. How you showed up and how you were talking about what it is that you're up to. I just, I, I was curious and wanted to be a part of it. I did not know what it was going to look like or what the, but I just trusted you. Mm-hmm. That um, shouldn't surprise me. And it did mm-hmm. because again, I was caught up in the looking versus the seeking. So now you get to own that shit. Yeah, I totally do. So again, strong man's taking the seat for a little while. <laughs> yeah, but don't be a dick. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. Oh, that's great. Of course that's not. great. And, and you know, what's interesting about that. And again, consider your, consider that you're the clearing for, right? A lot of different things in the sense that um, the dialogue for me looking at and heading into that event is, ah, you know, like, why am I even there anyway? Yeah, because like, Vern was there as well, and he's not in the creative industry. This isn't my gig. I don't really feel like I fit in down there. These people are all, you know, da, 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 talking about shit I don't understand. Like, why am I actually there? What do I fit in? And, and then it's like, oh, I got other stuff going on and I'm busy. And, you know, like, and it also it's like David's my boy. So it's kind of like, this is how bad, you know, you know, it's like the people you love the most are actually the people you hurt the most. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, David's my boy. So like, if I don't go, it's like not a big deal. We'll be fine. Right. Like that. And then it's like, yeah. oh, and then right. My uh, critic and the strong man catch myself being like, wait a minute. Is that actually who you are? Is that what you're up to? Is that what you give your word to? And you'll just like pull out of things and it's like all good. Is that how that goes? It's like, no, I will see you at 645, bro. <laughs> and, and as a result, I was exposed to something different in there myself. And uh, I was exposed to like, I want to be a part of that. How do I get, get me some of that? Because you know, a lot of times what happens over here with me is I feel all alone, you know, not it just, it's like, how do I create collaboration? How do I create a team? How do I create, like, I don't know how to do all that. So it's like, and I'm looking for it. Yes. Right. So that's the distinction that I'm taking is, oh, I'm seeking collaboration. I'm seeking community. I'm seeking team, right? I'm seeking contribution, both to give and receive. That's actually what I'm seeking. So, and you got to experience it, yeah, because you were for me. Oh. <laughs> no bombs, no bombs. Um, earlier, David said something about doing what you're good at, and guys, you know, the only thing I can say about doing what you're good at is, uh, yes, there's a lot of life that you have to be minimally good at and just get it done and get by, yeah. The world does not spend a lot of time at saying to you, hey, you're good at that. Go be great. It doesn't. Really, it doesn't. A lot of the times I find that it wants you to focus on the shit that will make you mediocre mm-hmm. in its eyes. You should, should, should. That whole projection bullshit is everywhere. There's 7.2 billion humans who project. Yeah. So a lot of us, when we get to that collective consciousness of Western thinking, you know, I got to kind of narrow down how we think over here. That whole you should. We do a lot of projection. People get caught up in that should. You know what you should do? Go be great at what you're good at already. Because then other shit will just come. I'm not saying it'll be easy. I'm not saying that's the recipe. That's the formula. Fuck everything. You No, there's the have to do's. But God damn it, man. Don't focus on other people's have to fucking do's. That's theirs. One of the things that um, that we forget about is those quote unquote negative experiences, those things that we've come across and, and we've said to ourselves, I don't want that has provided you with an opportunity to look at what you do want mm-hmm. and then an opportunity to focus and seek out what you do want. And you can't, you would not know what you do want if you, if you did not experience what you don't want. 
that is this is the again the balance between light and dark good and evil whatever you want to call it you must experience what doesn't work for you to understand what you want uh, and that does work and then you focus on that you focus on creating that don't get caught up in what doesn't work and i think that's the thing to your point that we're caught up in we're stuck we're stuck in this perpetual um yeah but i don't want that oh, man i don't want that i don't want that and we're focused and we're consumed by what we don't want we forget to look at and focus on what we do want the other thing that's right there with with me for that is that also the things that you don't want or whatever it is that you're dealing with that's like the thing that you're used to right you're familiar with it so that's why it's so easy to stay there that's right sometimes people say oh you're staying in your comfort zone well sometimes it's actually pretty uncomfortable i like to refer to it as the familiar zone it's like i'm still uncomfortable but it's familiar so here's the thing consider that life is uncomfortable so which type of uncomfortable do you want to and it's the that's the point right the point of life is to experience the uncomfort in order to see what what else you can create that is how it goes that's what i'm saying though you can be uncomfortable in your smallness yeah. You can be like, oh, man, I'm alone in life and this and that and actions and procrastinations and blah, blah, blah. Or you can be uncomfortable in creating a whole new level, an expanded version of yourself that you actually don't know, you're not familiar with, and you have no idea what's possible. You usually don't get to that point fucking around with other people. You only, usually get to that realization when you're the fuck alone, though, and you know that, right? That's something I feel, I, I feel. when people are feeling that. When people get to that stage of creating something that is brand new, peeling off a new layer of themselves, that's because they've spent some solitude. Agreed. They've done some solitary confinement, you know? They've, they've done some work, and that's why they have the moment. And most people see that as uncomfortable. That's right, and that's why many, many people, right? You're on your f- cell phone, you're in your, you're, right? You're listening to music, you're listening to pop, you're doing these things, not that that's all bad, but there's very rarely, you're with people, you're at work, you're in traffic, you're distracted. You're very rarely actually alone with. But you're stuck looking. You're stuck looking, 100%. Right? Looking and scrolling. Looking and scrolling. What else is there to look at? Totally. Um, okay, so this is really great. I want to create a bit of a check-in because I'm, we're all very in similar place. The week that I've had was very effective uh, or productive. I like effective effectiveness because I can be productive and get dick all done. Um, yeah, so my week was very effective, and I'm really clear that um, <clears throat> the way that I operate, the way that I manage my life and my things, the structures that I use uh, are not adequate. They're not sufficient for the life that I'm creating. They're not sufficient for the game that I'm playing, you see? So there, it, there's a, a level of discomfort in there because there is like sand slipping through the fingers is how I describe it. But what really became, does that make, does that land, right? There's all this shit to do. And what I'm discovering for myself this week is that, oh, guess what? You're actually never, ever going to get all of the stuff done. Thank you. So you may as well accept that and actually get clear and present with what actually matters. What do I value? What are the things? What will make the difference? What will make the fucking difference? Yeah. Oh, man. And me getting out of life what it is that I want to get and contributing where I want to contribute. Make those things the priority. So that's been like what I got out of this week without getting into nuanceical about the actual uh, activities. So what are I'm I'm uh, this is really good because I think it was necessary for for us to get together as a group. It's been a bit, uh, like I said, a bit fragmented and, and a bit inconsistent. And so to do this check in. Uh, is important for everybody to to get up to speed with everybody else and, and what's going on. What are what are we what are our plans to wrap this up? What are our plans for for the weekend? What are we uh, looking to set up for for next week? Can I create something quick? Sure. First, you said something earlier, and here's what I'm present to, and even goes back to the conversation we had with Aaron about his baseboards, which I'll just leave that as a mystery for the listeners. But what do we do in life? How do we get things done? Right the fuck over here with me. 
on my own by myself gripping on to like getting it all sorted out and figured out right like i got this i can do it by myself and i'm clear that that does not work and so i keep putting this thing on the table that i have no fucking idea how to make happen which is this project this performance night that i want to create and i see that we're all actually already doing things we're all putting on events we're all doing spoken word we're doing i actually i'm not sure if the actual enrollment is there i'm not sure if we're all clear what 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 i want to create what i want to create is like creativity there's no like set line this is how it goes it doesn't have to look a certain way i'm seeking to create something remember we talked about masculinity and that whole conversation right and we talked about my friend mike who's in the long-term care i'm raising money for that for that his cause and it's all inside of what we're doing right here, continuing to put on the table the shit that we're dealing with. You know, people in general are not exposing themselves for this and the, the things that are not working in their life, like like we're doing here and the things that are working, right? The areas that we're looking. So that's the conversation that I want to have. And so what I'm looking at is, hmm, I'm looking for support and help rather than seeking contribution. So what I want to put on the table and there doesn't have to be an answer here today is like, how do we, how do I contribute to what you guys are actually up to? And what I'm clear about is that what goes around comes around. We'll actually be in the contribution of each other and we all benefit as opposed to looking for support. Like where's my support? Does does that land? So even with your, with your events, I'm clear that I still haven't made any of your events and I'm committed that that doesn't occur anymore. Cool. (laughs) Well, no, but it's just that it's, that's the thing, right? It's, it's like, Uh, you know what, the way I see it, it is, I see it like this. People are busy. There are a lot of events. There is a lot of life. There are men, women, and children. There are families. There's a lot of shit going no, on. No, I got that. So I'm always good with not seeing familiar faces in familiar places. You know what I mean? I'm always cool with that. Um, the reason I throw these shows is because I can't help it. The reason I do poetry is because I can't help it. This is how I contribute back to the community at large and to my artistic community and specifically my poetry community by running this mic. Mm-hmm. So it's always going to be on and hot as long as somewhere yeah. lets me run it. You know, it's one of those. It's, I, it's how I can contribute. So don't you worry. It's no, no, popping I, out. That, You'll get there when you get there. I want to be clear about something here. I'm actually not worried. Okay, cool. Right? <laughs> and what's there is that I care about you. Thank you, man. Right? I care about and you And if too. you look at what actually matters and what you value in your life, am I spending the time and energy and attention in the places that actually matter? And in a lot of cases, the answer is no. You see? Yes. So I'm saying yes to things that are not necessarily creating what it is that the I want to create. things that you should be saying yes to. Right. And now, I'm that's a should no. that's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm saying yeah. no to other things. Every time I'm saying yes to one thing, I'm saying no to something else. So I'm just putting on the table that I'm going to be more mindful of that. And I want to create I want to create something with you guys. I want to create something that has an impact and well, creates a ripple. You talked about this, the, the whole toxic masculinity. Like, if you want to know how you can contribute to my let's say poetic performance, artistic community life. It's by involving me in that particular project. Simple. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Maybe I should show up and and support you with what you're up to. We can have a conversation. Maybe we can actually start to create a narrative and develop some awareness and a buildup. And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, this is what we're up to. This is what we're talking about. We've got some practice and some at bats inside this conversation. We've generated that. uh, You've got all the tools and, and all the, the, the resources available. No, that's the point. Right. And, and the thing with that is that I feel over here, the critic is like, oh, why don't you have it figured out? You got all the shit. Why don't you just go do it? And the reality of it is, okay, yeah, even though I got all the resources, I don't have all the answers. So what if I got vulnerable and said, Hey guys, I don't have all the answers. How do we create this thing? Is, you know what I mean? That's what I'm getting at is I'm over here trying to figure it out. Cause you know, you got everything. What's wrong with you? Get it fucking done, dude. Well, maybe you should have a conversation with somebody, <laughs> right? But like, I don't know all the answers. You know what I mean? The first, what I would say, the first thing to do is to get that group, us, the group together to hash it out. Yeah. All the players that you want to have in the game, that is creating this performance night around toxic masculinity, 
get those players together because I'm clear I wasn't finding the answer that I needed in uh, in in finding my unicorn and clarity and an understanding and uh, and and what was now next naturally occurred when the group of people came together. I got that. Yeah. And so you and I can have a conversation about what it looks like to get a group of people together. Let's do it. Because I happen to know you're quite skilled at it. Okay, cool. Thanks for that. I got my my thing. All right, Aaron. We're done. (laughs) I'm totally joking. So this was episode 57. Uh, It was really good to Wake's point to just get back on the mic and uh, and have the banter and and have the conversation. I I respect you guys. Um, I love you guys. I, I really appreciate the game that that you just show up at my house on Saturday mornings and and you create with me and we create together. And that is uh, magical. And uh, there isn't enough of that out there. So for you listening, who do you have around you that uh, you would love to just create together with? And are you actually taking the step or willing to to do the thing to get those people together to start the process not not knowing how it's going to go not looking for it to to show up a certain way but um but open and and willing and and just uh ready right like just take the action because you're ready you're ready now i'm done What if I had introduced myself in a callous nature, a faux pas of the normal nomenclature, misspelled, mispronounced like you know human nature. In all facets and framework, I could make your brain jerk how my slang work. I could pull it like craft work and still not be the real jerk with the inner smirk. Semi-future seer, pushing a limit of fear. A poetic, prophetic Captain Kurt Lyrical Space Pioneer. Tell yourself that you are a being of worth and wherever you walk, you will leave a positive imprint and peaceful vibrations behind you. Let my cryptic codes find you and be showered by a new, new knowledge. It is not unlike the fallout. A lonely voice will call out. A larynx in harmonious synchronization because the provocation was of a genuine sensation. I wish to live up to my impressions, to avoid emotional impressions and avoid schizophrenic sessions. I am sure that I am positive. I fooled you. I tripped you. My rhythm wisdom ripped you like long thin shreds and secret deathbeds. One day there will be yet another evolution and this period will house many ideas and fanatical rants and tenuous moments and two hearts trying a beginning beginning unending and dying because I like candles and I have love. I bleed red and I cry tears and I have been naked for all of my years and I ask you all to look.